We are live. JW Megawag Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for Ashel Corona Jam here, Muni Radio. We are taking calls, 415-550-0511. Again, it was 415-550-0511. We got Sunk Lightning as the, uh, oh wow, someone's calling me already. That's impressive. JW Megawake Show. Hello? Hey, this is Green Kenny. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Who am I speaking with? This is JW Megawag. The Candyman. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I was just playing guitar on my roof, serenading my neighbors against their will. I don't know about that. I think anything, just some kind of action going on outside. Where about are you in San Francisco, I'm guessing, yes? Yeah, Ingleside, so climbed up on my roof with my guitar and one little Woody Guthrie on the situation. Yeah, that's really badass, actually. I'm in uh, Bernal Heights myself, what they're calling Bernal Heights, and I have been uh, recording this uh, new song basically the whole day today. Um, I don't know if you have a daytime jo- job. I don't know if anyone out there obviously has a daytime job, but well, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, what do you, do you have a, did you, are you working at all, or did you have a job um, before? I teach music. So a lot of my students just – I do in-person lessons, which is easier with kids because a lot of it's just like finger placements. But I'm trying to convince them to be like, hey, well, you can do the online lessons so, you know, I don't starve. Yeah, no, definitely. The uh, I've, uh, I've, I've tempted because I've had so much free time um, the past four days. I've been cleaning my place for the past four days straight. My place has never been so clean. And, um, oh, I, you're yeah. I know. Me and my housemate have both been procrastinating with cleaning, and <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> it was know. Nicer I th- than when I moved in. <laughs> I think at this in this point, you know, just kind of you know, everyone's in quarantine, and um, I live alone, so it's it's been it's been pretty pretty. Um, what's the right word? I don't know. Oh, rough. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is the one time it's great to have a roommate. I'm considering adopting a, a cat or potentially a little puppy, but um. I just uh, I don't know yeah. how long this thing's gonna go over for. I'm, I think and most honestly they said like the next we in the next eight weeks we'll know how fucked this is, like because they saying like if we isolate then we can like keep it below thirty per thirty to twenty percent of California, but at its current rate we're looking at like fifty six percent of people getting infected, but. The death rate's way lower than that, but the infection rate's a lot higher because it's asymptomatic. You don't know you have it till you pass it to, like, four people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, kicking back here at Muni Radio, we got, you know, our sanitation going on here. Um, I think it's, you know, obviously encouraging people to, to call in versus coming in. Um, and, I don't know, I think, you know, basically anytime being an artist and being a, you know, a uh, musician um i feel like we could just turn it all into art yeah and like as a musician you can do that on your own and that's the thing like oh cool i'm i've been recording music i'm planning on doing a lot more of that and trying to get like my ep dur- done because i literally am in arm's reach of all of my music stuff all day so but also it's like as a comedian though it's like i miss having that audience and checking in with people about like current events and just and 
like all of my classes are online now, so I'm starting to realize like wow, I value my classmates way more than I thought. Yeah. You know, just having people to talk to and different energies and like, oh, I'm not the only one doing this whole existing thing. Yeah. No, I it's uh I'm really concerned about, you know, some of these businesses that are shut down like restaurants and bars and how, you know, they're going to stay in, in business. I mean, it's so tough to make, you know, rent every month as it is, but to not be able to be open for operation. And this Well, happening. that's that's where also we as a society and that's like civic governments, they have to realize, like, if we don't do something soon, it's going to be more than just the disease we're worried about, you know? Yeah. Because if everyone's starving, then that makes if either I have a gun, I have a knife, I'm hungry, you know, and then also this is where we kind of realize the flaw of being in an urban area is once those grocery stores and restaurants close down, shit gets mad maxi real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just can't even imagine. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's good to prepare ourselves for the worst at this point. Um, the, uh, I remember a month and a half ago, I don't know if you remember a month and a half ago. Gosh, was it the last week of January, the first time I heard about this, I'd seen our commander-in-chief saying that coronavirus is the Democratic's latest hoax. And I remember oh, thinking, like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden— That's how you know we're dead. When he says it's not an issue, it's like, oh, how fucking terrible is this? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember, you know, talking with my friend. Um, actually, also, they live in Ingleside as well, so they've been in quarantine in uh, Ingleside. And, um, it's not the worst area to be like quarantines. Like we have a nice, we have a lot of like small corner stores that have some groceries. So, like, I stocked up at Trader Joe's and Target, like last week, and I so I have like two weeks worth of food, and then I'll just use the corner store as need be. Yeah, is it Ocean? And Ale? then I'm still supporting a, a local business, you know. Yeah, is Ocean Ale House still open? I haven't. Honestly, I don't. I haven't really gone to any of the bars because uh, whenever I'm like near enough to Ingleside to drink, I usually just go to my place because it's like, hey, you know. But uh, I, from my housemate, works as a line cook, and he said all restaurants and bars have closed. Yeah. So, so I was with a friend in North Beach actually last night, and you know we were in quarantine, and you know doing everything you know staying within six feet of each other and we went out to in and out and i can't tell you that feeling like of being in in and out having somebody at the door and only allowing a certain amount of people in and uh. it was just this really eerie uh feeling i don't know and oh, i thought yeah, too dude, it's, i'm like i had like no, i like this is like i've as I'm, like, I was born in 97, like, I've seen a fair amount of shit happen, but I, like, at this point, like, the worst I, anything got close to this bad was when the fires happened and we all had to wear masks, but, like, this is, like, I'm writing a dystopian novel right now, and I'm like, all right, this is way more inspiration than I need, stop it. Yeah, it's... It's it's pretty unreal, you know, as I don't know if, you know, at the time, you know, when these fires and those things were happening, what, a year or two ago, um, if they calculated the, the deaths that came from that, there was probably a lot of deaths that happened from that, but no one, you know, 
um, docu or they didn't put it together. Or, you know, I feel also like it's ash. You know, it's not like someone's sick and it's like, hey, this person isn't living anymore. It's like yeah. I, you saw the footage. Like people were literally like out running flames like a Looney Tune. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, it's I'm what I'm what I've been telling people is I'm excited when because when this is over, we're gonna have the most insane post-pandemic parties. Yeah, like are you kidding me? Everyone's been cooped up. It's just gonna be everyone drinking, doing drugs, and fucking for the fuck of it. Because we're just like we might die. Like just <laughs> so I, that's what I've been telling like my friends and family. Like, hey, if we can get through this, we have the greatest excuse to party. Yeah. You know, like, it's just in the next possibly four months are going to suck. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I definitely feel like I'm in a dream of some kind. Maybe a nightmare. Maybe somewhere um, in between being in a dream or a nightmare. Maybe that's Earth. Well, it's know. also like, hey, but. you you can't go outside, but also you're confined to your place with Internet, Netflix, and Pornhub. Like, it's bad, but it's also, it's like, it's a pretty nice cage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, um, you know, and I'm not into conspiracies at all, but I was thinking, like I mentioned the first time that I heard about um, the virus and that it was a big hoax, and that all this happened right in the middle of the Democratic primary, like right on the nose of when this Democratic primary is happening. Like, it couldn't have been any more, like... Um, well, I think... That's just also your human – it's natural for the human brain to seek patterns and answers. But I don't think someone would release an economy-crippling virus on the off chance. It's like, hey, we'll, we'll lose like 20% of the population, but hey, Bernie won't get picked. I don't – as much as I want to like get conspiracy theoretic about that, it's – I don't think someone's going to, like, like climate change, like, I, there's some a lot of denial in governments, and I think that's where the corruption and the fucked up shit is at, but I don't think anyone's, like, instigating a plague, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, so what, the, what it is, is, um, as far no, as plague, the I mean, the... Are getting fucked by and it. Yeah, I don't want to, like, get too far into conspiracies, because I actually don't, but the, for the sake of just imagination, right, the, uh... I mean, all you see is what you see on the internet, and you know someone had mentioned, "Oh, I don't, I've never met anyone with a coronavirus." Well, thank God, but it, well, they probably have. They just haven't shown symptoms yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's and also like I like I was luckily like trained as a science major for most of my academic life, so I understand how scientists think and also how. You can have the most concrete idea of what the fuck's going to happen, but it's that last variable that you're uncertain about. And that's why I was not freaking out at first, because I'm like, all right, primarily affecting old people. I'm in my early 20s. If people in their early 20s start getting fucked up by something, then the rest of the earth has to worry, because we're like the primary breeders. So I was like, I was playing it a little like I didn't want to freak out because panic can spread. But now I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to leave my house for as long as I can just because I want to just see this settle down a bit, see what new information comes out about how it's spread, how long it survives on surfaces. Because it's a virus, so it's, 
it has a very short lifespan outside of another person because it's yeah. dependent on a host. Yeah. So that's where I'm thinking, like, okay, let's get an idea of how long its transmission rate from surface to surface is, and then, you know, I'll wear gloves still, but I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, totally. a lot of, you know, like, questions that are going to help me calibrate how much to freak out. But then yeah. I also talked to, like, my boomer relatives, and two of them are, like, one of my uncles was like, oh, he was in Thailand, and everyone was freaking out about the pandemic, and he was upset that a monkey took his rice cake. Oh, my gosh. Monkey and a rice cake. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, and I'm like going, okay, there's, he's literally the most at risk, but he's enjoying himself. And that's my thought thinking is, if I'm going out, I don't want to go out panicking, crying. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, there's also some things like the thing about, you know, the thing of everyone, all the people that normally would be driving and not being on the road and that it's doing something for global warming. I think it's a, Oh yeah. Did you hear about like what happened in Venice? No, I didn't. All the dolphins and like fish returned to the canals because, and you could see straight to the bottom because there's no boats. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So I'm and trying to make a light into this, you know, I, um, I think because it is a, a mystery, it almost seems like a myth to me, like, which is good. I want to keep it that way. I don't want it to become a real thing for me, <laughs> you know? Uh, but it, you know, at one point, obviously, you know, the, the, the flu shot and all that and how that had taken place, of course, probably at one time, maybe the flu was something like this where, and then they came out with some, um, you know, the flu shot that was, a you know, to, as an antibiotic to prevent from getting it. So I think eventually maybe we'll have a vaccine uh, for the coronavirus. Oh, it de- sounds no, and it's, fucking it's definitely and that's like my mom went to Panama for work. So she'd get like eight different vaccinations, but they didn't have vaccinations when people first, you know, were taking boats around there a couple hundred years ago. You had to find out about vaccinations after like a thousand people died. And it's like, hey, maybe it's just, like, one bug or this one bacteria that's causing this because all the guys who ate that plant are dead, you know? Yeah, you know about how the whole virus, the coronavirus, started, right? Yeah, it was open-air markets. They have animals pent up in cages, all in close quarters. Probably these animals are probably eating each other's species or stuff like that, and... But and that's also just why like you gotta I see people make out with their dogs and I'm like the fuck I don't know that some people have a dog have, like a third of that thing's diet is shit so <laughs> yeah uh, but it's just that's where it's also like we have sanitation and all these things for a reason and as much as we want to outsource work and different industries to other countries that's when you run into that fucking risk. Because we were just like, hey, maybe the little Corona kiss yeah. animals we're gonna make into food shouldn't be in like food shouldn't be in like air distance of an open feces pit or may, like maybe we yeah. should clean the water that we're giving the animals stuff yeah. like that. So supposedly, and what I heard is that not until this was the first documented um, thing where it actually was a, a something that existed in animals but wasn't transferable into humans. And so now, well, that's what I mean, like, because was. it transferred from animal to human, animal to human. Yeah. So, you know, you could be, you know, making out with your dog and that could be, uh, you know, transferable. 
Yeah, and again, that's where it's like the I like even I looked up definition of virus just to get a refresher. But you remember that? Did you ever hear of a game called Plague Inc? No. It was China took this game down from every website after the coronavirus got bad, and it was essentially like you have different types of like plagues, bacterial, virus, parasite, fungal. Each has its different properties and different things, and then you get to mutate the virus as it's spreading around the world. So it's like, oh, but then you can also make it, like, develop drug resistance. And that's how I learned all about diseases. And it's a creepy game, especially when it's like I'm looking at it now and I'm like, I had this scenario probably half a dozen times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that game really taught me – or. But my point is, like, the fact that it's a virus, like, if it were bacterial, fungal, parasitic, then that's a fucked situation because that thing can survive on its own outside of the human body. But a virus, that gives it a very, like, you can, a short lifespan. So it's mainly coming from person-to-person contact, which is why they've said, like, hey, don't hang out with as many people rather than don't touch anything in public. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, I just can't imagine in that air market, you know, where it all started, what these people are fucking thinking right now. Well, you also, it's, that's human history. Like, do you know how many, like, it used to be just people didn't, would all shit in the same area, and then that would, you know, find its way to a river or a well, and an entire, like, flourishing city overnight could bite the dust. And that's why, like, we have such major sanitation things now, because... So much of human history realized, like, oh, I think we got sick because we were smelling our own shit all the time, you know? Yeah, that's a good possibility. Yeah. Or we were drinking water from a dirty river. Now we have tons invested in cleaning the water because a bunch of people got sick from the water. Yeah. Which was also a major reason why people died. But we fixed it because we learned. And that's what this is. It's just we have to learn and we have to adapt. That's what it is. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, uh, thanks for, thanks for calling in. I'm definitely still want to keep on talking with you. I just wanted to wish everyone out there a happy 420 at mutinyradio.fm. And, uh, I I know that you're in Ingleside, but if you wanted to, uh, introduce yourself, I don't know if you have a stage name, but. Um, my full name is Shane and Kenny. I go by Shane Kenny because Irish is hard to understand, but I'm a comedian and musician, just trying to keep the spirit and soul alive as we're all getting through this nightmare yeah it's uh it's a thing you know uh, so have you been able to, uh, it's great that you have a roommate so you're able to hang out with your roommate at least i have i live with three other people and most of us get along and you know we've been touching base make it respecting each other's boundaries because it's like we're three bedroom it's a three bedroom house so but it's also like a triplex so we shared unit with other people but i still have housemates so i get conversation and human contact which is nice and but we've also been like hey let's keep this clean let's look out for each other and also my housemates has an adorable dog so i have this furry little antidepressant that i get to hang out with yeah i feel you there i want to go as far so as like, saying i'm depressed like going, but okay yeah a dog definitely helps with that. So, we're kind of neighbors. I mean, I'm in Bernal, 
but um, I'm right off of Alamania, like I'm on the the south side of the hill. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm having a small quarantine get-together, and we're going to be cooking up some lasagna and keeping our social distance at the same time. Uh, so, I don't know. I just have this – sounds kind of depressing. I don't know. I just have this fat pad with no roommates, and it's good for most of the time, but in this during this time <coughs> in quarantine, it's like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah, and that's that's where, like, I've uh, – I totally feel you. That's why I went and played guitar on the roof, just because I'm like, I need to be just in – Outside, I need to be outside, and I need to like be seen by people. And but, yeah, dude. And we are like we are. I read this whole book on evolutionary psychology, and he talked. And this psychologist talked about how we are one of the few species that evolved socially. Like the reason our brains are as big as they are is so that we can communicate in larger social groups, communicate more complex thoughts and emotion to one another. And that's why a lot of our brain developed as big and in the ways that it did was not so, as much for, you know, inventing shit, because how many people ever really invent something, but more so for communicating, dividing labor, saying, hey, you're better at the medicine stuff. Why don't you go be a doctor? Hey, you're pretty funny. Why don't you stay away from buttons and talk? Yeah. But and that's where this time of isolation is really fucking with everyone's heads, because we are so used to that communication and now we're forced to being confined and yeah it's and i understand dude if i was living alone i'd be in a bit of a pickle too but yeah um you know i are are you seeing anyone are you single i'm i know that's i'm not i don't want to come off as an advance but i don't know i'm single by choice like i've had many women offer their company and their prolonged affection but i i'm one of those people where unless i really i have so much going on in my own life that i'm always down to like go out with someone for a date hang out hook up you know get to know someone and see if they're worth the time the energy and the commitment but at the moment i have not found anyone who mutually wanted to share as much time with me as i wanted to with them does that make sense yeah so would you um we got a single uh, person here, um, uh, coronavirus free. Uh, I'm going to call in here at uh, 415-550-0511. Um, have a little conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that's I am, what I've been thinking, Pam and everyone who's been, and you too, dude, like keeping Mutiny Radio going. Like, I think this is an essential service because this is some like pirate radio type stuff you're doing like the world's going dark and you're just like <laughs> we're still broadcasting we're still going to try to keep the funny and the relevant out there and that's where i've been really just happy to see like even the fans who are live streaming concerts like just even though we're divided physically we're not emotionally or in heart and spirit yeah it's uh it's very you know and it's it's underground you know for me i don't know you, you're playing that we could you know relate on that i'm a guitar player's my guitar is my main instrument but for me there's nothing more fun than covering a super basic like song and dolores park like little ed Sheeran, you know um you know john forgety style in the park and then coming back to mutiny radio this underground radio station and talking about it 
you know, it's just, um, it's so interesting, you know, and I feel like maybe this, people will, this will be, there'll be a lot of good things that come out of this. Oh, yeah, like, I'm, th- like, I saw this one poster, it's like, this virus did more for socialism than any left-wing movement in history. Yeah, so, you know, what's uh, interesting for me, too, because, uh, you know, big thing, you know, just uh, saying hello to people and that kind of thing, that's my thing. Um, oh, yeah, I've been waving the fuck out of people. I have a, my living room has a view of the park across the street, so I wave to people all day. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, waving. Yeah, and I, you know, so in St. Patrick's Day, so that's what was funny, as I was getting cooped up in my place, and um, I went for a walk outside and walked by some folks on this last Tuesday on St. Patrick's Day, and I was wishing everyone I walked by happy St. Patrick's Day, and they kind of just look at you like, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, dude, I feel you. Like, I, I'm full-blood Irish, and I was like, a pandemic is a historically accurate uh, – celebration of irish history you know i'm pretty like, sure we met before yeah like i get re- i got really excited about st patrick's day i'm like i'm gonna wear my kilt to work i'm gonna go out to a bar and tell jokes tell only irish jokes that only like five people who are irish or hispanic will get <laughs> yeah i don't know I and think... then they got can and then they like canceled it and i was just like going oh man <laughs> Yeah. Where's an actual saint when you need one? Like <laughs> a saint? Yeah, cuz it's St. Patrick's Day and Oh yeah. Saint. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely the deadest St. Patrick's Day of all time. Ever. Well, the deadest St. Patrick's Day since the late 1800s. Yeah, it was just <laughs> and uh driving on the roads and so I know you're a creative person, which is cool too. I was also like it when people that you know aren't necessarily artists call in too, like to have some people call in tech and make it kind of funny and weird, techy. Oh yeah, and I but, um, I'm so fa- fascinated seeing how everyone's coping with this because as so a history and science nerd, this is some top-notch data on what happens when you leave an advanced race of primates alone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, these tech, these ed tech companies, these, um, they're fucking flourishing right now. Oh, I know. I've been. There's some of these companies that are really online right now, and I'm like, whoever got that contract for this year, holy crap, they are having a flipping flight of cash. Yeah, and I mean, these grocery stores too. Wow, you know, these, you know, obviously I've seen the pictures and everyone sees it. It's like everything's gone. Well, th- my know? friends were like, are they going to close down the grocery stores? And I'm like, it's capitalism. No, they're not. <laughs> they can they, they can close down bars and restaurants, but if they cut off, sociologically speaking, when you cut off the grocery stores, people from the city have two choices. Kill each other for the remaining food or go or leave the cities to the suburbs and farmland and either kill or beg for food. Like, there's... Historically, there's not many options after the grocery stores are closed down. You know what? I think that you think about this. I mean, you know, humanity and just existence has been around for long enough that this has probably happened before. And there was probably a lot of people that have, you know, would settle in the East Bay because of maybe it was the flu or something. Or maybe it was something else. It was like they shut down all the stores and you couldn't eat. So you had to 
get the fuck out of there or something. You know? Yeah, and the last time, like, I'm a history nerd, and that's why I love telling people, like, hey, we went through this before. We're still alive. We just weren't there to remember it. So, like, the last time anything remotely bad that's happened that affected the U.S. was the Spanish flu in, like, 1920. I think it was very, like, late. But, yeah, like, 1920s was the Spanish flu. And that and that was even more scary because it was killing off people in their 20s and 30s. So there, instantly the population Jesus. that's responsible for making the next generation was gone. And that, but we, but we got through the Spanish flu, and only lost four percent of the human population. So four percent, in all honesty, not bad. So sucks because it's a lot, and we care about individuals. But four percent isn't bad, and that was with 1920s medicine. So us being here in the 21st century, where we can send a message around the world in a millisecond, I have a lot more hope for us, and think we're gonna get through this because luckily there's people smarter than you and I out there like holy crap am I grateful for smart people (laughs) yeah so we'll get through this we did the last time with less medicine and dumber people I got hope yeah Um, I just uh, I can't tell you I mean I just I can't tell you it's just there's so many this is been around this has happened probably so many times in fucking existence but eventually maybe at one point when we're unable to make antibiotics for it and just people died and they just died from it that um nobody you just didn't know i mean people people died about it and it, it just uh we found some way to survive just like any other kind of animal or plant to adapt to it and maybe that's what it is is like the times when they couldn't come up with an antibiotic we grew immune to it after a while like yeah and that's, die off and that's and they the just beauty of immune. nature Nature's you know what this is um, stubborn bitch. it actually just kind of hit me right now I'm looking at this artwork at Mutiny and I'm just like this is this is probably going to happen anyways we're probably going to have to you know we either need to come up with a fucking antibiotic for it or grow immune to it those are the only two options so so, yeah i don't know i mean like maybe italy and some of these places that have been infested that sounds yeah with this virus that maybe you know maybe they they found a way and they were able to um, grow an immunity to it after a while i um, well, China closed down its first hospital that it originally opened up for this. So it's just it's closing scary down. When, yeah, re, they closed one of their hospitals. Like Jesus. it's still bad because the disease—it's a virus. It can still evolve as it because viruses can grow and evolve as they go from host to host. But unless it's like something super like that, like they're the government's taking all these precautions because. It's better to overreact and to lose a few people than to underreact and lose a fuck ton. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Especially Um, with the historical stupidity of the average American. They understand that they have to stay crisis mode, and and that way only half the states are going to still go out. Like, did you hear about all those spring breakers in Florida who are actively hanging out and partying in large groups? 
and the governor and all of the state officials are like, please stop. Party in groups of 10 or less, and all these horny teens and 20-somethings are like, fuck you. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, so you said that, are you on the roof right now at your place, or? I'm just in my room kind of pacing around and right. sitting on my bed. You play, you play a, a guitar. So do you I think play never... guitar, bass, and ukulele. So I'm thinking, you know, and I, I don't think I've done this before, it might be cool um, if you you could play the song through the phone. I'll try, I'm down. Yeah, I don't know if um, how you feel about that. or I have a guitar over here, you. too. I scheduled it. I'm, I'm officially on spring break. So. Wow. Spring yeah, break. so. I don't know. I was. <laughs> it's funny. This is. This kind of feels like a movie. Like spring break. Can't wait. There's a pandemic. <laughs> I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal in the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Where totally. what was supposed to be a great adventure turned into a minor into a calamity. <laughs> yeah. But on the bright side, everyone's gonna have something to relate to at the bar. Yeah. Like, even the most isolated nerd is still going to be able to talk about this time period with the hottest girl there. <laughs> like, is it wrong that I'm already getting sick of all the pandemic jokes we're going to be hearing for the next three years? I don't know if it's going to be a joke. No, but I'm thinking at some point, some comedians are going to be like, hey, or I've been... I don't know. Like, for example, I wrote a joke last night of, like, I think one of the positives of this pandemic is it's going to create a bunch of hygiene-conscientious bros and jocks. Because this pandemic closed down the gym and sports. This is like Armageddon for testosterone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the basketball NBA is still playing, right? But they're just uh, not have any fans. No, they. I think and I think most sports are canceled. Like that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Just because like uh, a few NBA players tested positive for it. Yeah, man. So if you want to play a song, I got a guitar over here. But I'm tuning up right now. MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm It's a collection of colors We can possibly uncover If you could paint the groove all right, what are you feeling? Something funky, something funky, or right. rock? We're going live here, Ingleside from Mutiny Radio. The sound what waves. What are you feeling? Cover, something funky, something folky. Yeah. What are you feeling, J.W.? Oh, yeah, oh, you were asking me. Yeah, um, I'm thinking, you know what? I think you should do something, yeah, something that upbeat, or whatever you feel like, really. I'm not going to, yeah, whatever... Whatever Say feels no right, go for it. Can you hear that okay? Oh, yeah. Cool. 
Are you going to sing or do you want me to sing? Get rid of coronavirus. Eliminate coronavirus. I get you through the sound waves. Streets are empty. Sounds great. Were you not going to sing? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe it, thanks, for, thanks for playing, man. Um, I think it, I think I've heard enough. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for playing. That was great. I sure. yeah, I just heard it Thanks. off. I don't know. I thought you were gonna sing. Um, oh no, I I'm that song. There's no lyrics to, but I can sing if you want. Oh yeah, no, it's it's alright. Hey, let me let me play you a little song here. Uh, this one's called Caliente. I think I don't know. I'm just trying to get the spirits up because I know everyone's back at home with this this whole virus. So and uh, Dude, we could was, do so we could do some improv too like, and talk about it and kind of turn it into like some kind of social thing because I could play guitar and talk at the same time. Yeah, I can talk and play at the same time Dude, yeah that's why i was on the roof i'm like sf needs some weird yeah so this is kind of my way of making making some lemonade make it snazz make it snazzy make it jazz make it jazzy walk in the dough light up the room fashionista in a tech boom make it flash make it flashy make it class make it classy Walk in the dough light up the room fashionista in a tech boom guess who's in the building guess who's in the building Guess who's in the building? Caliente. Walking the dough, light at the room, fashionista in a tech boom. Hey, I got this next lyric from Pam. I don't know if she's here. Hey, you got a nice print on today. You've been living a long time to be looking 22. Walking the dough, light at the room, fashionista in a tech boom. Walking the dough, light the room, fashionista in a tech boom. Make it snazz, make it snazzy, make it jazz, make it jazzy. Walk in the dough, light up the room, mutiny.fm. In a tech boom, make it flash, make it flashy, make it class, make it classy. Walk in the dough, light up the room, fashionista in a tech boom. Yes, who's in the building? Kick Corona ass virus in the building. Oh, maybe not. That's kind of dark. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. 
We need to make it, I'm trying to come up with some lyrics to make it like how we're going to kick coronavirus's ass. Coronavirus is going down at mutiny.fm. Turn it, turn it, turn it up. Well, that's, that was always been my philosophy of like, if the world is ending, then we have the greatest excuse to party. You know what I mean? Every day is a party. Yeah, that should be a song too. Yeah. Say you're too cool for me. Every day is a party. Every day is a party. Salsa dancing all the way down to Mexico. Say I'm too cool for you. Ivy leaguing with your downtown crew. Yeah, so I feel like, I don't know, man. I feel yeah, like that's, do you know the lyrics to come together? Uh, you know what, as I do, but I know the, the bass line, but that might be. I can play that on you guitar. Know what? That's why I'm bringing it up. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe I could if do my did, version I'll of it. That's it sick. Yeah, let's do that. This is cool. This is evolving. MediaReady.fm, cool. JW Megawig Show. We're doing a little, uh, well, action here. Call in here at uh, 805-869-8210. 805-869-8210. That's my other line. So we could get them on the phone while we're talking as well. All right. Count us in. Cool. <laughs> I could totally do this. What? Yeah, I think I could totally do that. Yeah, I just, I know the lyrics, but I mean, it's so funny because, like, John Lennon, you think about these times, like, in the 60s and when they're writing this, like, what he was saying was, like, going on flat top. What is he actually saying? Well, that's, okay, that's the thing. This is at the point in the Beatles' career where they were so fucking high. That's where you get songs like Yellow Submarine. What the fuck does Yellow Submarine mean? If you get. But if you trip hard enough, you're like, oh, I get it. Here come up flat top. He come grooving up slowly. He got juju eyeball. Let's start from the top. Yeah.
disease. Fun. Come together right now. Over me. He got early warning, he got muddy water, he won't mojo filter, he said one and one and one is three. Got to be good looking, you gotta be good looking cause it's so hard to see. That was fun, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I'm getting my I don't usually get my karaoke on too much. Uh, understandable. And also when you're a musician, it's like, it's different. Like, you want to just do your thing. Whereas, I, that's why I like Guitar Hero is fun for people who don't play guitar. Because they get a chance to experience it. Or karaoke for people who don't get on stage. But, that's where it's like, I'm really, like, grateful we have technology and communication. Because if this were, like, 1920... Your only forms of entertainment are like reading and if someone has a telegraph in the building. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like that in the newspaper. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure I'd blow my head off if I had to quarantine with like like as long as I have an instrument and a notebook, I'm good. But you take those away, yeah, I'm not good in captivity. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. I think it's, it's really good to be here at Mutiny uh, Radio.fm uh, and, and being able to kind of, because I I feel like that's what it is. got to twist and make lemonade out of this somehow. Maybe a lime, because it's a corona. But Oh, yeah, and that's why I was like, for musicians and writers, this is awesome. For comedians and people who don't have hobbies, this is fucking horrifying. Yeah. Like, I'm writing a book right now, so I know I'm going to just have days. Like, I'm probably going to finish a couple chapters by the end of this week. You know what I mean? But that's, you got to seize the day, and not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone's going to be like, I need to stay active. They're going to be like, food's in arm's reach, and so is the button for Netflix. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely am in a state of shock. I think a lot of people out there are as well and going through the same thing. The, the difference is it's great. I mean, when it, you turn it into a podcast and it becomes like this. this oh, podcast, yeah. And, you know. and so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how everyone individually emerges out of this. Like who's going to have new work? Who's going to be fit? Who's going to be fat? Like it's going to be fascinating to see how everyone endures. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, uh, it's fucking shocking. Oh, yeah, it's literally, like, it's, like, just, I, I had a dream the other night where I went out to a bar, not even a fun or a cool bar, like a lazy, like a bar on a quiet Tuesday night, three people there, and I was having a great conversation with a girl who I knew was too good for me to ever see again. But uh, that just that type of a lame, quiet, you know, monotone night out just sounds like in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds awesome. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, in a weird way, it's making us appreciate every fucking thing we complained about two weeks ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think we could potentially write a song right now. I'm down. I'm... Silicon Valley streets have all turned to sand. Silicon Valley streets have all turned to sand. And all that I may see is my own darkness. I'm coronavirus free. Yeah, no, you could you could improv if you want, but um, yeah. I'm good. I'm I'm better at like improvising in person. Like, may you please influence me. But so I'm like I do want to. I am planning to write a song with a line that's "It's a beautiful day, but the whole world's in disarray." Yeah. Which has kind of been my thought every day for the last week. <laughs> like, man, it's a nice day, but society's kind of. Fracture. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Wow. I wonder what he's doing right now in this fucking lockdown. Well, I have family that works in the entertainment industry, and all these films in production and stuff are shutting down. Um, you know what, man? Is uh, I just got really inspired. Um, Glad to hear. Yeah, no, I uh, it's really great that we're keeping this going at Mutiny. Because there's so oh, many, a lot of this is this is really fucking. This is up like a lot. they're gonna make a movie about this someday about the underground SF radio station that stayed on the air when everyone had to close their doors. All the brave DJs and comedians that went out there to broadcast over the airwaves that culture and satire were still alive. Dude, I'm telling you, that sounds like fucking rock and roll. It sounds oh, like a rock and roll I, fucking fairy tale, dude. Oh, do you remember that movie Pirate Radio where they were banning rock and roll in England so the radio station moved to a boat? It's no. kind of like that. Like it's Yeah. You're rebelling against the disease. You're like screw you. Yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, we got I still have another hour of time. Um I'm just fuck. Well, the thing is is yeah, I don't know. It's cool. So when I have someone in the studio here, so I just I almost kind of want to pretend like you're in the studio here with me. Just close close your eyes and I'm What there. I would do is I would play one of your songs on, you know, Spotify or SoundCloud or something and and then we yeah. would go back to talking. That'd um, be dope. but the thing is is when you're in the studio then I could turn this uh you know, our mics off and talk, but since you called in, yeah, it might not work. We might have to yeah. fuck around on the guitars a little bit longer. I, d- I do have a, you know, I'm sure you've been to MutinyRadio.fm. We, uh, we do have a weighted uh, piano here. We have a uh, oh, yeah, acoustic piano. So I, I do, um, I c- we could play some and we could do some improv on the piano as well. Uh, we still have, you know, we still have an hour and the show goes on for another hour. So thank you all for tuning in 
here at MutinyRadio.fm. Um, call in at 805-869-8210. It's 805-869-8210. Um, we got some San Francisco um, artists here. Uh, I, thing going I, on. I, oh, and this. Okay, yeah. I'm wondering if I should just really just go for it and just just get out there and uh, and start fucking playing the piano. What do you think? Do you think it's the thing you to do? You do, you, man. Uh, I'm I'm just for me, like I've been trying to balance my level of caution with my level of like positivity. Like I don't want to get all freaked out and like you know to the point where I'm, like, in a ball and don't leave my room, but I also want to be, like, cautious, clean stuff, wash my hands, not go into public places, and I feel like a lot of people are struggling with balancing, do I be cautious or do I n- not care? You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's, like, a healthy middle ground where you get to survive but also enjoy your day. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, uh, Did you uh, see it, the footage of the Italian apartment complex where the entire apartment complex was singing Black Sabbath. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, hey, yeah. so uh, Ozzy and, m- and myself have the uh, the same birthday. Wow. The Prince of Darkness. Yeah. So you, know what that means? If that, you know what that means? If you eat his flesh, you ascend his powers. I feel like so honored to have the same birthday as Ozzy Osbourne. Like that makes me. No, I me mean not. I'm not cool, and I would never try to be cool. And I don't want to be. But um, I, Ozzy and I had the same birthday, and he's the Prince of Darkness. And oh. I can't imagine in Italy, you know, with a balcony and like you'd mentioned, and them playing Black Sabbath. Like, you know, I feel like you could resolve the whole binding of the bat of the head, and maybe like make it. You know, like a vegan plant-based bat. Maybe Ozzy's the answer to this. Maybe the vaccine's in him because he ain't a bat and he's still alive. Yeah, yeah that guy. Something special. Like, I uh, like uh, like Ozzy. This, this is gonna sound metal as hell, but we're gonna have to shove a thousand metal needles into into you so your blood can save humanity. You know what I was wondering? Do you think? Do you ever think falcons and eagles look around at stuff and be like, "Man, this, these monkeys—they worship me like not as much as cats or dogs, but certainly more than hamsters." As he lost his mind, or is he blind, live or dead, with those evil spirits in his head? Dude, we'll give a sick fucking riff off of Ozzy right now. That'd be sick. Some fucking... I feel like... it. You know what I like to do if I'm going to cover like a, a song? I would like to play it in a way that the original wasn't played. Because I feel like if you play the song exactly the way that the the artist and the, that, and the act that did it, then it's like you're a wannabe. You know, well, like, that's the thing. That's like Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Like... He made it his own, and that's why I get mad at the people who do covers exactly the same, where it's like, no, put your own spin on it. 
Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine did a cover of uh, Blind McWillie by Bob Dylan. And he didn't try to copy Bob Dylan. He did it like Tom Morello would. From, and it's a fucking haunting hard rock folk song. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And that's kind of what I like. My I personally like doing is I like taking a chord progression and being like, what would this sound like as a folk song? And then play it like a folk song. What would this sound like as a punk song? What would this sound like as funk? And then just throwing it through every genre to see how, what sounds best with those chords and that arrangement. It can be punk rock. It can make anything punk rock. You can do if anything. If you're in 16th yeah. notes, you're pretty much punk rock. Like, uh, not exactly, but... It's late in the evening. <laughs> I'm hanging out at mutinyradio.fm. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to look right at your baby. But here's my number. Call me maybe 805-805-869-869-8210. Miniradio.fm. You could write jingles, dude. That sounded pretty good. I don't know how this it's coming through there, but uh, I'm starting to realize that we have to do something about this. I mean, like, there's only so much you could control, right? You don't, you know, um, I, we are doing something about it, but I'm talking about making art out of it. Like, there's a way that we could do something positive, and and I feel like we could really bring it all together, you know? Yeah, and I think this is cool, because I felt like everyone, we were at a time when people were very divided. Like, hey, you don't, you didn't come from that part of the world, or you didn't grow up like I did. How can you understand my experiences? But now it's awesome because now we all have one collective nightmare we endured for months. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we all are going to come at us and be like, hey, are you okay? Like, And we're all just going to be so grateful to talk to people <laughs> and to have entertainment that's not on a screen that it's going to be like, no, 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 dude, your act is great. I get it. You're working on new material. Good luck. I appreciated the effort. You know? Because, but that's, positive thinking but you have to understand that people are easily very swayed like oh i read that article i'm sad now or oh that person gave me hope i'm not going to care now it's like no we we need a balance so that we because extremes are going to kill us on either end and that's why when everyone's having like panic attacks i'm like panic is horrible for your immune system i say this as someone who has anxiety and depression like that stuff will kill you and i know because it's I've woken up with like intestines hurting where I'm like, that's, that shouldn't be feeling like that, you know? Yeah. But I feel like we're going to come out of this stronger and more united for a period of time. Because humans love going, going back to hating each other and judging the fuck out of each other. But I think we're going to have a period of time where we all get along. <laughs> it could last a week, maybe a year, but I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of that time period. Hanging at mutinyradio.fm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like we can make it. 
I make everything up as I go along Cause I'd be born playing the same old song I'm sitting here at MutinyRadio.fm On the top of the world thinking of you Coronavirus free, walking down the street On my way to the city, I'm gonna have ourselves a ball Come together right now. All right, we got to defeat the virus. We need to come up with a way to defeat it. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to say so I could, uh, we could create a song that's going to cure coronavirus right now. Hi. I'm as blind as a bat, but I can see the light. It feels so good to be right. Sitting back here at MutinyRadio.fm on the top of the world thinking of you. If you recite a Trump speech backwards, you can cure anything. I don't, I don't know. I feel like we need positive, positive, positive energy out there because I feel like, you know, you can't motivate people. The most you can do is inspire them. And people are motivated. But to, to do something that would inspire not just an individual, but to put positive inspiration out. And like, you know, remember the first time you heard the Beatles, maybe you're, you know, five years old or something, and it was just a song. It just became a part of you because you listened to it. And that inspired, I mean, and so, I mean, the 60s were definitely a difficult time. Oh, yeah. You know, my, so, uh, it's, dude, it's, uh, my, one of my uncles was on the run because he liked all, the, he liked the things that are getting legalized now. Like, that's... <laughs> So I don't know. I uh, I think it's great. That's cool that um, that you're you know playing music and in in San Francisco and you know you're a fellow artist or and uh, I don't know. I think that this is uh, this is I think some good is gonna come out of this. I just uh, I don't know. Maybe people should fucking start being such. I don't know. I like no, to say. Unconscious bias. I mean, that's the way I kind of look at it. I just feel like at this point in this situation that we're in, it's like you really get to know like who you are and oh, yeah, who you and want to surround yourself with. I, uh, I heard exactly, about... Exactly, and I'm lucky that I'm an independent person and that I'm comfortable being alone because, frankly, I know so many people who have gotten in bad relationships, bad friendships, go out and things they probably shouldn't be doing because they need human contact and they don't know a healthy way of getting it so that's why like i've you know why i've been like checking in on friends and they're like hey you okay no seriously are you okay i know you like and that's where we also we need to be checking on our friends and relatives the ones that we might not always think about because you never know who because they didn't get to go to their club meeting or didn't get to go to that bar or restaurant like they normally do or go to that concert you don't know who's feeling what like i found out my ecuador trip this summer got canceled and i got really fucking sad last night because i was like shit i was looking forward to being in a rainforest for three weeks what the fuck yeah uh yeah so if anyone out there is is going through that same thing and you know we're making a we're making lemonade over here so call in at 805 Eight six nine eight two one zero eight zero five eight six nine eight two one zero. You're only physically alone, not mentally or emotionally. 
I don't know. <laughs> I feel like if I was listening in on this and I was in San Francisco listening to this as you and I are talking on the air at mutinyradio.fm, that I would feel like this person was next to me. Like we're, so oh, we're dude, in the like heart right of the here. mission. We're in the heart of the mission. We're right here on 21st in Florida. So I feel like if I was the listener, I would feel like, well, this person's just just right here in the, you know, right next yeah, to me. Yeah, dude, it's like you have this sleek metal um, thin so body, uh, one button that controls everything, and this eye that won't stop staring me down. It's just like a real real life, you know? Yeah, we definitely do have something really uh, unique and happening right now. I think uh, it's confusing and it's hard to really – I think that's the biggest part of it. It's just, wow, that's a lot to, to think about. But here at Muni, um, Radio FM here in the mission, to have this is just a unique um, outlet to be able to, to be here. And, I mean, this is something we do every day at Muni. And we've been, you know, Pam's been here for over 10 years, so – Oh like yeah, and I like Pam. I think is one of the hardest working people in the comedy scene in general because even like big promoters who do like Comedy Central, they get to relax, they get to rest. Pam, from everything I hear and I know about her, she is grinding almost every hour of her life. Do you remember the to, first time you met Pam? To help other comedians or to get or to do her thing, but just how much she does for the comedy scene and all of these people like me who you know didn't know the scene out here, just needed stage time to practice and needed a gig or a showcase or two to get comfortable and confident. She's been there and she's sacrificed so much out of her own time and pocket that she's truly like a saint of the comedy scene. Pam's my favorite. She liked the comedy aunt I never got. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, do. You remember the first time you met her? I I met her like a year and a half ago, and I was just my usual when I meet someone for the first time, like quiet, like. But I felt her like she has like a presence to her, and I was like, oh, she's not like she's run. She's marching to the beat of her own drum, and I want to listen to that beat and. She killed it on stage. She was hilarious. I introduced myself, and, you know, from there, it was just showing up, showing her, like, hey, this is my good shit. This is my new shit. What do you like? And doing, like, the, the joke workshop, we really, like, got – I really got to, like, know her because I got to understand how she criticizes and compliments, and that was an – and just from there, it's, you know, now I, you know, always great seeing her fun chatting with her on the on air or like I did some call me Tim with her and after that we both knew each other a lot better because we talked for like an hour straight on air yeah I mean that's uh, that's really different you know and I feel like that's what it is you know kind of going back uh, to how there be there's a lot of good things that are coming out could come out of this um, in that a lot of these you know these venues that you go to there's someone performing right and to actually talk to somebody that you're with and get to know somebody and kind of who they are is so rare because it's oh, yeah. so it's like you're here, you're watching a show, you don't want to talk because you're going to be rude, you're going to these restaurants, it's so packed, you can't hear what the person's saying. And so to actually have this time to like, I don't know, I mean like 
meeting yeah, somebody and, and getting to know who they are. That sounds kind of cheesy. I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah, and just know. being in college, I got so sick of the five minute. Where are you from? What do you do? Cool. You know, like I appreciate these like longer form conversations. Like, yeah, what scares you? What's on your mind? What's your what, deal? I mean, like, what when, what drug can you not resist? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. You know, at least for you, when someone asks you what what you do, what do you say? What do I do? Yeah. I'm a student and a music teacher. So that's like my primary, like what I do professionally, work-wise. But then I, and that's why I always be like, this is what I do for work. This is what like my aspirations are. And work, teaching, school, aspiration-wise, like comedian, writer, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, understand I mean, it's very short and sweet. You, not everyone has the luxury to financially sustain themselves with what they actually like to do. So it's like, yo, I don't, if you work a job you don't like, I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to hear about like, oh, you make this or you do that or you go to these places. Like, I always try to clarify, like, hey, whatever you think defines you or makes you happy. Because if you're doing the career you love, then fucking tell me about that, you know? Don't tell me about that one hobby, but... I'm always fascinated what people take the question as, and yeah, totally. Yeah, it's um, you know what is? I feel like I need one of those microphones like Britney Spears had, and so I can just walk around. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of what it is, and what's uh really interesting about it. Pam knows. Gosh, I don't know. We're all really artsy and. It's really, you know, I feel like, and that's what you were saying, like talking to somebody for an hour on a podcast, you could get to know who they are better than most anyone, you know, it's just. Oh yeah. And it's kind of, and that's where I really just, what I like, that's why I like going camping. That's why I like just sitting and, you know, passing a joint with someone is you get that moment, that conversation and like, my favorite thing is having people over at my house because it's like, hey, this is my space. Have a drink. Let's, you know, light one up. Let's enjoy ourselves. Get to know each other. And that's where I also feel like just we live in this, like, era of sound bites. If they said that, of you hear or see 30-second clips, and that defines a person, you know? Yeah. When it's like, no, we're some complex apes. Like, why don't we dig into the, like what you actually feel like what you actually are interested in doing what you're curious about because we're a lot more than just the labels or that one thing we said you know yeah completely entirely mutinyradio.fm I'm gonna put you on mute for a second because I gotta use the restroom Oh, wow. So that means I have a little time alone. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and play my, uh, I'll just record this today. And I don't know. I mean, I'm not encouraging people to come in right now with the uh, situation we have. Um, I think it actually is cool for people to call in. It's fun. Yeah, so I am going to be playing, I just recorded this today in my living room. Uh, maybe that's too much information. And... It's a song about a big bunny. Um, 
I made a Bugs Bunny character. And here it goes. Hunters point to Hollywood. I'm driving Tesla Model 3. I'm running on electricity. So I'm driving hard at six and fish. Gonna go swift and get my camera fixed. She's a golden girl. My drag queen sister. Sister, sister, from a different mister. So, uh, yeah, I just uh, recorded that today in my, my living room because I was bored out of my mind. That sounds sick, dude. Yeah, I've, I've been doing the school's closed, but they still give us homework. So tonight begins my big uh, week or just indefinite time of recording when I'm, you know. So this is my... Uh, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, this is the one I was playing earlier. Um Make it snazz, make it snazzy, make it jazz, make it jazzy. Walk in the dome, light of the room, fashionista in attack boom, make it flash. And yeah, I don't know, it kind of feels like um like I'm rapping when I'm when I'm in the studio. I feel like I don't know uh, how have you recorded a lot? I found a lot of artists like yeah, in the studio I definitely I feel like it's it's good to have a different sound like live. Oh yeah, you know? because recording it's like you're listening to that alone or just you know, to yourself, but when you're at a concert, that's why, like, a lot of times if you hear a band play, they're going to change, they're 
even though they're playing the same, like, oh, that's eighth notes that they're playing, that's a verse. By the, like, last verse, those eighth notes are going to sound like 16. You know what I mean? Because the energy shifts. And actually that happened. That was a big problem Nirvana had recording Nevermind was some of the songs naturally got faster and faster and faster because that's how they were playing them at shows with the crowd's energy. But the producer got so mad at them because they sped up and changed tempo so much that they made the drummer Dave Grohl play to a click track when recording Lithium because he kept speeding up. Oh, yeah, I mean, totally. That's normal. That's normal. Um, And, you know, what? You know, they were really rock and roll. And, you know, grunge and, you know, just like punk rock, you know, it was a mutation of rock and roll. It's just rock and roll. You know, uh, and that's what it is is when you're playing high energy rock and roll, you always want to like, you know, you always want to make it a little bit different every time because it gets boring playing the same thing over and over again. And being live and then being in a studio, I feel like obviously playing live is probably more fun and, you know, rock and roll bands are more fun obviously to see see live. But be be able to capture that energy that in the studio. Like you had mentioned, it's a whole different thing. Rock and roll out cruise control. Rock and roll out cruise control. Yeah, and then being able to like that that energy and being able to I don't know. Playing in the studio is definitely a different thing. And that's when I really feel like I've Britney Spears. When I get in this fucking, you know, studio and I'm single tracking everything and playing to a click track, then I feel like Britney Spears, which is pretty hot actually. Um, but I don't know. I definitely if I'm in the studio, it has a different there's a different there's recording is an art in itself. Uh, I, you know, I would consider, you know, what I'm playing to be rock and roll. What, in my opinion, you know, what rock and roll is, is just, you know, creating your Yo, I can't, I can barely hear you, man. Yeah. I know there's a, there's one time in San Luis Obispo, there's this place called Luis's Cafe. JW, I can barely hear you. You can barely hear me? Yeah. Hear me now? Yeah. I can hear you better now. Yeah, cool. Yeah, there was this guy. Um, it's a Luis's Cafe. It was the name of this breakfast place in San Luis Obispo. And um, I walked in and and I was uh, in line, uh, and I sat down. I got this table for myself, and I went to go wash my hands because I'm a very cleansly person, with or without coronavirus. I'm a clean. I'm a yeah. And so I went up to wash my hands. I came back, and somebody had sat across from me at this booth and I was thinking I was just like you know what I'm this is weird this person is sitting where I was sitting across from where I was sitting and I had said um well he was uh, there alone and it was just like well do you want to just have sit down and have breakfast together and it was just he's some blues guy from New York and I was shocked um that he said that he thought that Jimmy Page was the worst guitar player of all time and I'm well, just like, well, because know. he was a real blues guy. So I, that's the thing with, with Zeppelin and with Page and Hendrix and, you know, all these other, you know, Santana. I think Santana's his own thing. Carlos, yeah, God, San Francisco guy. Well, Shout yeah, out to Carlos. Um, but with with Page and with Zeppelin, there were so many influences. It wasn't just blues. 
there was definitely some blues influences, but it wasn't a true it wasn't a true blues band. So if you're a blues guy, not in every there's plenty of rock and roll blues guys out there, but he had said that he thought that Jimmy Page is the worst guitarist, and I was just like, holy shit, I can't believe I sat next to this guy. Well, Page is my number one influence on him. I uh, yeah, I'm a Zeppelin guy for sure. Nice, dude. Dude, I, I have mad respect for, like, Led Zeppelin, but I personally never really went out of my way to listen to them. Like, I was more I was more raised on, like, Ramones and ACDC. And then later it was, like, Nirvana, Foo Fighters. And then I got, after that, I got into, like, Bad Religion, The Descendants, and then, like, just straight 80s punk music. And I was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> But then in college, of course, I got to like psychedelic rock and like jazz, soul, and all these other stuff. But it's—I think it's important to have kind of just an understanding of what music you were raised on and where you got to be. You know, be like, oh, that's why I play those notes that way all the time. Sweet lonely day, I got something to say. I kill a baby dead. Doesn't matter too much to me. Long as it's dead. Sweet lovely death won't let go I got something to say. I whoop coronavirus ass today. Then I walked outside and I got really high. Sweet lovely day, won't last go rest. I kick coronavirus's ass. I kick motherfucking coronavirus's ass. I kick fucking coronavirus's ass. Sweet lovely death, I'm waiting for your breath. We lovely day, won't let go rest. MutinyRadio.fm, MutinyRadio.fm, MutinyRadio.fm. Yeah. yeah, man, I I really think that punk is. I mean, it's definitely a mutation of, of of rock and roll, and I feel like with rock and roll, you know, it was something that was invented. It all became philosophy later. And oh, so, dude, you ever think funny? Every day I go to teach a lesson, I feel like it's School of Rock because I'm this long-haired, high-energied white dude. And then I'm teaching a lot of my stu- – and then I'm teaching these students who – their parents are like second or third generation immigrants. They have no idea about like American culture or music, and I'm just like showing them ACDC and Ramones and like White Stripes songs, and it's <laughs> – and I'm like forcing them to play air guitar and to, and to like get their energy up and to, you know, get excited about stuff. And it's kind of funny, but also it's just, I'm like, oh, wow, I am such an epitome right now of the white San Francisco guitarist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna make it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be really cool and inspiring to, 
you know, have people out stormtrooper style going out and busking on the street with like a full-on stormtrooper thing. Well, and that's, a what I'm, that's what thing. I'm gonna I'm be yeah. playing guitar on my roof every day from now on. Like I, I had so much fun. Like I think I'm gonna go up there with a beer tomorrow, but just doing something whimsical. Did you hear about uh, a month ago there were, or like three weeks ago there were people in hazmat suits holding like fake biohazard stuff, pretending to spill the coronavirus on a subway in New York, and people lost their shit. Yeah. People lose their that shit would, over anything. That wasn't funny in hindsight, but I was like, hey, that takes some courage. To, that's, a, that's a lot of commitment to that one bit, so. I went to mutinyradio.fm. I walked in the door, I could tell by the smell that I've been here before. She looked really nice, it was just like a movie, coronavirus free. There was something in the air. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know, just fucking... Yo, dude, have you heard of a band called Rad Teeth? No, I haven't. They are the best. They are the greatest band no one's ever heard of. I've seen them twice, but they're this punk band with a ton of funk influence. So it's like groovy punk music. And they're it's a three they're a three piece band, all brothers, and it's oh my god, dude! Like they are fu- it's fun to listen to and. They're one of those bands where they're still new enough where they're just every album is awesome, every song is a banger, and you're and I'm like, oh fuck, the bar is just so fucking high for them right now. You know what I mean? So what? So high? Because it's like they haven't had a bad song yet, so it's like, oh wow. <laughs> you know what? Van Morrison is a badass motherfucker. I was just thinking about him um, yesterday. I mean. Um, Gloria, Gloria. That was a fucking hell of a song. Like the Brown Eyed Girl, obviously that one's, you know, popular. I have a Brown Eyed Girl song too. I don't know if you want to hear it, but um Yeah, so I um the Brown Eyed Girl song is definitely his biggest hit, I'd have to say. Most popular. I think there's more brown eyed girls is there than there's anything. You know, being a girl is whatever being a girl means to you. Being a friend comes with friendship here at Mutiny. Yeah. Um, cyber. <laughs> I don't know if this is cyber. This is straight up sound waves floating through San Francisco into the universe. Completely coronavirus free. Also, dude, if you're looking for a fun podcast to listen to, it's I cannot recommend it enough. It's called The Dollop, an American history podcast. One comedian with a full historical transcript reads the a historical transcript to his comedian buddy, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic or history is for that matter. And it ranges from like 1500s topics to like present day stuff that's happening. And it's my favorite podcast to listen to because I learn shit. It's really funny. And the ba- 
back and forth between them is great. Yeah. And especially since we're all going to be cooped up, I can't recommend that enough. Yeah, you know what is? I'm trying to figure out because I could play this song, and we do have uh, 15 minutes left. Um, this song is only three minutes. I definitely want to keep you keep you on the air because it's been really fun. Um, but this song is kind of like has it's an entendre for me. I feel like a lot of the um, songs that I write, I'm definitely into time travel. I know you said you're into history, and so with this, you know, riding a wag to the other side. That's how my way of of delting with it. Um, so. I was going to play this song. This is actually what inspired the radio show, too. Um, Go for it. I think you'll like this. Actually, you know what? Fuck this. You know, I'm going to do the Time Traveling Tamale Lady song. This one's a, a Mission District song I wrote, and the idea of um, this song and when I wrote it was to create a time capsule between what the mission was like 30 years ago and what it is today. And so, yeah. So this is the Time Traveling Tamale Lady here. Me, Radio Diet, man. Take you back to the future Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature Alejandra, Ale, Andale Alejandra, Ale, Andale I'll take you back to the future Everyone and everything is beautiful Alejandra, Ale, Andale Alejandra, Ale, Andale They're not making more land, we're not getting any younger Every day's the first day of summer Alejandra, Ale, Andale Alejandra, Ale, Andale She's chilling that vibe, building like a match Only cash, she's a man with six strings attached Just a man, just a man
the time traveling to Molly Lady song, and nice. Yeah. Wow. A little vibration. Feel the vibration. I feel like Boogie Nights would be a really fun one. Boogie Nights are always the best of time. Keep on dancing. Keep on dancing. A little something funky, you know. Um. But, uh, yeah, I'm really into time travel. I really like to do, I like time travel. I can't, I, 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 like, I like time travel as a fun fictional concept, but I used to have, like, a severe disillusionment with reality, trying to cope with some loss of friends and significant others before, so I got to limit myself on the time travel conspiracy stuff, because I have thought, I have gone down the, fucking rabbit hole with that i love yeah the whole rabbit thing and you know especially with that time the big I don't know, it was fun i'm watching the man in the high castle right now so it's like i dig the whole alternate history thing but yeah. fucking hey dude it's do you want me to play you another song go for it yeah i don't know i gotta uh get a list of my friends when i think um i uh yeah this is the one. Oh, maybe i'll play that song Maybe I'll play a couple more. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the weird song. I have this song called "The Weird's the New Normal." Um, inspired some of the lyrics inspired by my friend Drum Bum in the Sun. It's um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's strange. I feel I think some of the art that I've made might kind of relate to uh, kind of what we're going on, you know, in the world. Yeah. So. And also, but as an artist, you got to give yourself time to process what you're feeling. Like, a lot of times I end up writing songs or poems or jokes about stuff that happened a year ago because I need that time to process, to, you know, make sense of things and to be ready to talk about stuff. So don't force it, but let it come naturally because I've been writing poems randomly at, like, midnight or when I wake up, not when I'm, like, good and ready and awake. No thanks. For me and you, even though we're stuck in a tech room, just because you are a jazz genius, hey, that don't mean you can't bring your rock and roll. Yeah, weird's the new normal, and that's what's what's cool 
for me, um, kind of breaking down, just like being who you are and just, if it's weird, then that's fine. Why would you try to be anything else? Yeah. No matter what you do, people are going to think you're weird or maybe not. Oh, exactly. And also, but we admire the weirdos because they do the shit we're all too scared of. Like, I, I would tell my students, like, people love Freddie Mercury, not because he, they, people went to see Freddie Mercury perform, not because they wanted to see a dude behave like a normal man, but because they wanted to see a dude in skin tight jeans at a pitch so high it made glass shatter you know what I mean yeah like it's the weirdos who set the trend Iggy Pop took his shirt off singing and everyone loved him for it Angus Young wore a schoolboy outfit like embrace whatever your weirdness is because it might just be the the next like big thing (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's um, very strange. Um, very, very. You know, I think because I am an artist, I feel um, I feel great to have that this creative outlet. Um, oh, definitely. I don't know, but I feel like when creating art, you know, you know, people create things for different reasons. But it's a it's a therapeutic thing for myself. Oh yeah, and that's artist therapy, and they've done a bunch of studies where, like, just like it can be almost more powerful than like talk therapy for people. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is. And so I remember I was telling you and asking you earlier um, with um, kind of. You know, when someone asks you what you do, what do you say? Well, I say... You know, I know, but yeah, so for me... Well, I say for work I do one thing, and then my aspirations and my career goals are something else, you know? Yeah, so for me... And I make the distinction of, like, I'm not just what I do for my paycheck, but I'm also not just the thing I do for fun. Because I feel like, especially in the Bay Area, everyone has the thing they do to pay the bills and the thing they do that makes them happy. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, for me, when people ask me what I do, it's impossible to explain. I'd be better off just saying I was Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, trying to no, explain like, who I am. Hey. I'm a candy coffee distributor, singer-songwriter. I like to consider myself a comedic singer-songwriter, but I don't know if people here think I'm funny. Oh, you're a comedian and a musician. Like, it's, and, and I always love being like, how do you do both? Like, because I'm both angry and because I'm both angry and philosophical. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is a... I feel like this is what, what art, one of the very many things art is good for. You know, we need more of it. I really think that this is a... You know, it's not a, it's a very confusing time, but to have this kind of an art thing. Ride the wig to the other Are you listening to Everlast right now? What's that? Are you listening to Everlast? Everlast? 
Everlast, the rapper and guitarist. Oh, do I sound like a rapping? No, the song. There's a song playing in the background. Are you, yeah, it do you sounds like Everlast. That's you. You're the music in the background. That's yeah, that's me. With the techno track. Yeah, dude. Listen background. to Everlast. I think you'd like him because he raps, but he plays guitar. He plays like folk style guitar and raps over it, and it sounds really cool. Yeah, but I think when you're when you're in the studio, it sounds different. Like I was saying earlier, like live, it sounds different. But in the studio, I feel like Madonna. This live is so much different. But I feel like the pick sliding is definitely needed. <laughs> Ride the wig to the other side of coronavirus. Like I said, dude, if we're smart about this, we get to have the, a giant fucking party when it's over. <laughs> You know what, man? Is um, I think we got it going on here, Muni the Radio.fm right now. It's um, dude, it's something that's really so. When you're sitting at home, and everyone that's listening in, when you're at home, it's kind of down. But to be here and be doing something creative and fun and local, and you know, obviously, you know, this whole place is sanitized from head to toe. You pants walking around with you know gloves on and shit. You know, like this is we're up. You know, everything is. We're not, you know, being stupid about it, you know, but it's also great. I actually being having folks call in has been really fun. Um, a lot of times, you know, especially more recently, you know, I had some bands scheduled to come in, but it's just uh, that's that's kind of scary. But I mean, you even played a song earlier today. That was fun. Oh yeah, dude. I'm, and we all we, trust me. In the coming days and weeks and months, it's going to be more and more vital. So. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we should make art viral. More, let's, let's beat coronavirus with art virus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know no. if I just made that up. I feel like things just magically create themselves here at Mutiny. It just Because it's it just that happens. kind of space. You're like, I could bring a paintball gun to that space and shoot up the walls and you'd be like, we really need this, thank you. Yeah, oh my goodness, yeah, so we are winding down the show here, um, Thank you for the having JW Megawig show, this has been so fun, man, I, I, I want to say, I want to I want to know if we've we met in person, uh, your voice sounds we familiar. We have, I, I sh- we've met before, I have long blonde hair and a goatee. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. so, anyways, everyone out there listening, thanks for, thanks for tuning get in. Get off the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Stay safe, stay healthy. I'll talk to you soon. You yeah, man. See you soon. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Peace. Mutinyradio.fm. We are streaming live. Mutinyradio.fm. And we are rolling into the next show. I'm gonna leave you with my latest single, which I don't know if I wanna play my own song. Point to Hollywood. 
Make it jazz, make it jazzy, walk in the dome, light of the room, fashionista in a tech boom, make it flash, make it flashy, make it class, make it classy, walk in the dome, light of the room, fashionista in a tech boom, guess who's in the building, guess who's in the building, guess who's in the building, caliente, walk in the dome, light of the room, fashionista in a tech boom. Hey, you got a nice sprint on today. Been living a long time to be looking 22. Walking the door, light the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Walking the door, light at the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Make it snazz, make it snazzy, make it jazz, make it jazzy. Walking the door, light at the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Make it flash, make it flashy, make it class, make it glass. Walking the door, light at the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Caliente. Walking the door, light of the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Walking the door, light of the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Mm -hmm. 
make it snazz, make it snazzy, make it jazz, make it jazzy. Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech room, make it flash, make it flashy, make it glass, make it glass. Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech room. Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Galliette. Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech room. Hey, you got a nice print today. You've been living a long time to be looking 22. Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Caliente! Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Make it snazz, snazzy. Make it jazz, make it jazzy. Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Walk in the door, light up the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Caliente!
Hey, Mutiny Radio listener, coming up at 6 o'clock, we have happy hour. <laughs> it's usually an open mic, but it's not an open mic because of coronavirus. Oh, I was hoping there'd be a laugh there. Dang it. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to be down here at Mutiny Radio. You can give a call in at 415-550-0511 starting at 6 o'clock. Be take doing uh, sets over the phone. I know that does seem like a dumb idea, doesn't it? It just seems like a <laughs> I know, right? Why would anybody do that? Uh, but there's a whole studio audience uh, out there for you today. Uh, they they all have masks on <laughs> and hazmat suits. They uh, they're reminding me of the ET. I know ET, right? Remember that? Remember the house? It was covered with plastic? <laughs> right? That was crazy. I know studio audience. It's okay. No, really. I know. It's, I'm hilarious. But uh, we're going to do this at 6 o'clock, so make sure you give us a call. 415-550-0511. And uh, come, in, come and do a set. Until then, enjoy some Fleetwood Mac.
o'clock. It's time for happy hour. The happiest, I know you crazy kids. The happiest two hours of